Hello, this is Margaret Dixon on Page Turners at WTBRFM 89.7. We are going to be reading more of the gods of Pagana today, starting with of how Imbaun became high prophet in Aradec of all the gods save one. Imbaun was to be made high prophet in Aradec of all the gods save one. From Ardra, Rudra, and the lands beyond came all high prophets of the earth to the temple in Aradec of all the gods save one. And then they told Imbaun of how the secret of things was upon the summit of the dome of the Hall of Night, but faintly writ and in an unknown tongue. Midway in the night, between the setting and the rising sun, they led Imbaun into the Hall of Night, and said to him, chanting altogether, Imbaun, 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 look up to the roof, where is writ the secret of things, but faintly and in an unknown tongue. And Imbaun looked up, but darkness was so deep within the hall of night that Imbaun saw not even the high prophets who came from Ardra, Rudra, and the lands beyond, nor saw he aught in the hall of night at all. Then called the high prophets, What seest thou, Imbaun? And Imbaun said, I see not. Then called the high prophets, What knowest thou, Imbaun? And Imbaun said, I know not. Then spake the high prophet of Eld of all the gods save one, who is first on earth of prophets. O Imbaun, we have all looked upwards in the hall of night towards the secret of things, and ever it was dark and the secret faint and in an unknown tongue. And now thou knowest what all high prophets know. And Imbaun answered, I know. So Imbaun became high prophet in Aradec of all the gods save one, and prayed for all the people who knew not that there was darkness in the hall of night, or that the secret was writ faint in an unknown tongue. These are the words of Imbaun that he wrote in a book that all the people might know. In the twentieth night of the nine hundredth moon, as night came up the valley, I perform the mystic rites of each of the gods in the temple, as is my wont, lest any of the gods should grow angry in the night and whelm us while we sleep. And as I uttered the last of certain secret words, I fell asleep in the temple, for I was weary, with my head against the altar of Dorazand. Then, in the stillness as I slept, there entered Dorazand by the temple door in the guise of a man, and touched me on the shoulder, and I awoke. But when I saw that his eyes shone blue and lit the whole of the temple, I knew that he was a god, though he came in mortal guise. And Dorazan said, Prophet of Dorazan, behold that the people may know. And he showed me the paths of Sish, stretching far down into the future time. Then he bade me arise and follow whither he pointed, speaking no words, but commanding with his eyes. Therefore, upon the twentieth night of the nine hundredth moon, I walked with Dorazand, adown the paths of Sish into the future time. And ever beside the way did men slay men, and the sum of their slain was greater than the slain of the pestilence of any of the evil of the gods.'
and cities arose and shed their houses in dust, and ever the desert returned again to its own and covered over and hid the last of all that had troubled its repose. And still men slew men. And I came at last to a time when men set their yoke no longer upon beasts, but made them beasts of iron. And after that did men slay men with mists. Then, because the slain exceeded their desire, there came peace upon the world that was brought by the hand of the slayer, and men slew men no more. And cities multiplied and overthrew the desert and conquered its repose. And suddenly I beheld that the end was near, for there was a stirring above Pagana as of one who grows weary of resting, and I saw the hound Time crouch to spring, with his eyes upon the throats of the gods, shifting from throat to throat, and the drumming of Skarl grew faint. And if a god may fear, it seemed that there was fear upon the face of Dorazand, and he seized me by the hand and led me back along the paths of time, that I might not see the end. Then I saw cities rise out of the dust again, and fall back into the desert whence they had arisen, and again I slept in the temple of all the gods save one, with my head against the altar of Dorazand. Then again the temple was alight, but not with light from the eyes of Dorazand. Only dawn came all blue out of the east and shone through the arches of the temple. Then I awoke and performed the morning rites and mysteries of all the gods save one, lest any of the gods be angry in the day and take away the sun." And I knew that because I who had been so near to it had not beheld the end, that a man should never behold it or know the doom of the gods. This they have hidden. Well, certainly cheerful, wasn't it, about the vision of the end of the world? Ah, well, we all have our time. We'll read another story of the gods of Pagana, but first a word from our sponsor. Support for WTBR comes from MyCom Federal Credit Union, 101 Fen Street in Pittsfield, where their mission is to continue to promote the principle of people helping people while providing services that meet the diverse and ever-changing needs of their membership. MyCom Federal Credit Union, online at mycomcu.org. And do you need help heating your home? Berkshire Community Action Council may be able to help. The Fuel Assistance Program is accepting new applications beginning November 1st. This program assists with your primary heating source, including all heating types. Once you're eligible for fuel assistance, you're also eligible for a discount on your electric bill. Go to bcacinc.org for more information. Do you have a favorite show on WTBR-FM? Did you miss the last episode? We've got good news for you. Most of our shows are now available on podcast. You can subscribe to your favorite and have the latest episode downloaded to your device automatically on Apple, Google, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or Overcast. Go to WTBRFM.com slash podcasting and find out more today. WTBRFM for the love of radio. And we're back. For those just tuning in, this is Margaret Dixon on Page Turners reading The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. We will now be reading of how Imbaun met Zodrak. The 
prophet of the gods lay resting by the river to watch the stream run by. And as he lay, he pondered on the scheme of things and the works of all the gods. And it seemed to the prophet of the gods as he watched the stream run by that the scheme was a right scheme, and the gods, benign gods, yet there was sorrow in the worlds. It seemed that Kib was bountiful, that Mung calmed all who suffer, that Sish dealt not too harshly with the hours, and that all the gods were good. Yet there was sorrow in the worlds. Then said the prophet of the gods, as he watched the stream run by, There is some other god of whom not is writ. And suddenly the prophet was aware of an old man who bemoaned beside the river, crying, Alas, alas! His face was marked by the sign and the seal of exceeding many years, and there was yet vigor in his frame. These be the words of the prophet that he wrote in his book. I said, Who art thou that bemoans beside the river? And he answered, I am the fool. I said, Upon thy brow are the marks of wisdom such as stored in books. He said, I am Zodrak. Thousands of years ago, I tended sheep upon a hill that sloped towards the sea. The gods have many moods. Thousands of years ago, they were in a mirthful mood. They said, Let us call up a man before us that we may laugh in Pagana. And their eyes that looked on me saw not me alone, but also saw the beginning and the end and all the worlds besides. Then said the gods, speaking as speak the gods, Go back to thy sheep. But I, who am the fool, had heard it said on earth that whoso seeth the gods upon Pagana becometh as the gods, if so he demand to their faces, who may not slay him who hath looked them in the eyes. And I, the fool, said, I have looked in the eyes of the gods, and I demand what a man may demand of the gods when he hath seen them in Pagana. And the gods inclined their heads, and Hudra's eye said, It is the law of the gods. And I, who was only a shepherd, how could I know? I said, I will make men rich. And the gods said, What is rich? And I said, I will send them love. And the gods said, What is love? And I sent gold into the worlds, and alas, I sent it with poverty and strife. And I sent love into the worlds, and with it grief. And now I have mixed gold and love most woefully together, and I can never remedy what I have done, for the deeds of the gods are done, and nothing may undo them. Then I said, I will give men wisdom that they may be glad. And those who got my wisdom found that they knew nothing, and from having been happy became glad no more. And I, who would make men happy, have made them sad, and I have spoiled the beautiful scheme of the gods. And now my hand is forever on the handle of their plow. I was only a shepherd, and how should I have known? Now I come to thee, as thou restest by the river, to ask of thee thy forgiveness, for I would fain have the forgiveness of a man. And I answered, O Lord of seven skies, whose children are the storms, shall a man forgive a god? He answered, Men have sinned not against the gods, as the gods have sinned against men, since I came into their councils. 
And I, the prophet, answered, O Lord of seven skies, whose plaything is the thunder, thou art amongst the gods. What need hast thou for words from thy man? He said, Indeed, I am amongst the gods, who speak to me as they speak to other gods. Yet is there always a smile about their mouths, and a look in their eyes that saith, Thou wert a man. I said, O Lord of seven skies, about whose feet the worlds are as drifted sand, because thou biddest me, I, a man, forgive thee. And he answered, I was but a shepherd, and I could not know. Then he was gone. And that's another case of be careful what you wish for from the gods of Pagana. For those just tuning in, this is Margaret Dixon on Page Turners reading The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. The Eye in the Waste There lie seven deserts beyond Bodrahan, which is the city of the caravan's end. None goeth beyond. In the first desert lie the tracks of mighty travelers, outward from Bodrahan, and some returning and in the second lie only outward tracks, and none return. The third is a desert untrodden by the feet of men. The fourth is the desert of sand, and the fifth is the desert of dust, and the sixth is the desert of stones, and the seventh is the desert of deserts. In the midst of the last of the deserts that lie beyond Bodrahan, in the center of the desert of deserts, Standeth the image that hath been hewn of old out of the living hill, whose name is Ranorada, the eye in the waste. About the base of Ranorada is carved in mystic letters that are vaster than the beds of streams these words, To the God who knows. Now, beyond the second desert are no tracks, and there is no water in all the seven deserts that lie beyond Bodrahan. Therefore came no man thither to hew that statue from the living hills, and Renarada was wrought by the hands of the gods. Men tell in Bodrahan, where the caravans end and all the drivers of the camels rest, how once the gods hewed Renarada from the living hill, hammering all night long beyond the deserts. Moreover, they say that Renarada is carved in the likeness of the god Hudrazai, who hath found the secret of Manayud Sushai, and knoweth the wherefore of the making of the gods. They say that Hudrazai stands all alone in Pagana, and speaks to none, because he knows what is hidden from the gods. Therefore the gods have made his image in a lonely land, as one who thinks and is silent, the eye in the waste. They say that Hudrazai had heard the murmurs of Manayud Sushai as he muttered to himself and gleaned the meaning and knew, and that he was the god of mirth and of abundant joy, but became, from the moment of his knowing, a mirthless god, even as his image, which regards the deserts beyond the track of man. But the camel drivers, as they sit and listen to the tales of the old men in the marketplace of Bodrahan at evening, Will the camels rest, say, If Hudrazai is so very wise and yet is sad, 
Let us drink wine and banish wisdom to the wastes that lie beyond Bodrahan. Therefore is there feasting and laughter all night long in the city where the caravans end. All this the camel drivers tell when the caravans come in from Bodrahan. But who shall credit tales that camel drivers have heard from aged men in so remote a city? For those just tuning in, this is Margaret Dixon reading The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsany. This chapter is simply called Pagana. The prophet of the gods cried out to the gods, Oh, all the gods save one, for none may pray to Maniyud Sushai. Where shall the life of a man abide when Mung hath made against his body the sign of Mung? For the people with whom ye play have sought to know. But the gods answered, speaking through the mists, Though thou shouldst tell thy secrets to the beasts, even that the beasts should understand, yet will not the gods divulge the secret of the gods to thee, that gods and beasts and men shall be all the same, all knowing the same things. That night, Yoharneth Lahai, same to Aradek, and said unto Imbaun, Wherefore wouldst thou know the secret of the gods, that not the gods may tell thee? When the wind blows not, where, then, is the wind? Or, when thou art not living, where art thou? What should the wind care for the hours of calm, or thou for death? Thy life is long, eternity is short. So short that, shouldst thou die, an eternity should pass, and after the passing of eternity thou shouldst live again, thou wouldst say, I closed mine eyes, but for an instant. There is an eternity behind thee as well, as one before. Hast thou bewailed the eons that passed without thee, who art so much afraid of the eons that shall pass? Then said the prophet, How shall I tell the people that the gods have not spoken, and their prophet doth not know? For then I should be prophet no longer, and another would take the people's gifts instead of me. Then said Embound to the people, the gods have spoken, saying, O Imbaun, our prophet, it is as the people believe whose wisdom hath discovered the secret of the gods, and the people, when they die, shall come to Pagana, and there live with the gods, and there have pleasure without toil. And Pagana is a place all white with the peaks of mountains, on each of them a god, and the people shall lie upon the slopes of the mountains, each under the god that he hath worshipped most when his lot was in the world's. And there shall music beyond thy dreaming come drifting through the scent of all the orchards in the worlds, with somewhere someone singing an old song that shall be as half-remembered thing. And there shall be gardens that have always sunlight and streams that are lost in no sea beneath skies forever blue. And there shall be no rain nor no regrets. Only the roses that in highest Pagana have achieved their prime shall shed their petals and showers at thy feet. And only far away on the forgotten earth shall voices drift up to thee that cheered thee in thy childhood about the gardens of thy youth. And if thou sighest for any memory of earth, because thou hearest unforgotten voices, then will the gods send messengers on wings to soothe thee in Pagana, saying to them, There one sigheth who hath remembered earth. And they shall make Pagana more seductive for thee still, 
and they shall take thee by the hand and whisper in thy ear till the old voices are forgot. And besides the flowers of Pagana, there shall have climbed by then until it hath reached to Pagana the rose that clambered about the house where thou was born. Thither shall also come the wandering echoes of all such music as charmed thee long ago. Moreover, as thou sittest on the orchard lawns that clothe Pagana's mountains, and as thou hearkenest to melody that sways the souls of the gods, there shall stretch away far down beneath thee the great unhappy earth, till gazing from rapture upon sorrows thou shalt be glad that thou wert dead. And from the three great mountains that stand aloof and over all the others, Grimble, Zebel, and Trehagobel, shall blow the wind of the morning and the wind of all the day, borne upon the wings of all the butterflies that have died upon the worlds to cool the gods in Pagana. Far through Pagana, a silvery fountain, lured upward by the gods from the central sea, shall fling its waters aloft and over the highest of Pagana's peaks, above Trehagobel, shall burst into gleaming mists to cover highest Pagana and make a curtain about the resting place of Mana Yudsushai. Alone, still and remote below the base of one of the inner mountains, lieth a great blue pool. Whoever looketh down into its waters may behold all his life that was upon the world and all the deeds that he hath done. None walk by the pool and none regard its depths, for all in Pagana have suffered and all have sinned some sin, and it lieth in the pool. And there is no darkness in Pagana, for when night hath conquered the sun and stilled the world and turned the white peaks of Pagana into gray, then shine the blue eyes of the gods like sunlight on the sea, where each god sits upon his mountain. And at the last, upon some afternoon, perhaps in summer, shall the gods say, speaking to the gods, What is the likeness of Maniud Sushai, and what the end? And then shall Maniud Sushai draw back with his hand the mists that cover his resting, saying, This is the face of Maniud Sushai, and this the end. Then said the people to the prophet, Shall not black hills draw round in some forsaken land to make a veil-wide cauldron wherein the molten rock shall seethe and roar, and where the crags of mountains shall be hurled upward to the surface and bubble and go down again, that there our enemies may boil forever? And the prophet answered, It is writ large about the bases of Pagana's mountains, upon which sit the gods, thine enemies are forgiven. For those just tuning in, this is Margaret Dixon reading The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. The Sayings of Imbaun. The prophet of the gods said, Yonder beside the road there sitteth a false prophet, and to all who seek to know the hidden days he saith, Upon the morrow the king shall speak to thee as his chariot goeth by. Moreover, all the people bring him gifts, and the false prophet hath more to listen to his words than hath prophet of the gods. Then said Imbaun, What knoweth the prophet of the gods? I know only that I and men know not concerning the gods or aught concerning men. Shall I, who am their prophet, tell the people this? 
For wherefore have the people chosen prophets, but that they should speak the hopes of the people, and tell the people that their hopes be true? The false prophet saith, Upon the morrow the king shall speak to thee. Shall not I say, Upon the morrow the God shall speak with thee, as thou restest on Pagana? So shall the people be happy, and know that their hopes be true, who have believed the words they have chosen the prophet to say. But what shall know the prophet of the gods, to whom none may come to say, Thy hopes are true, for whom none may make strange signs before his eyes to quench his fear of death, for whom alone the chant of his priests availeth not? The prophet of the gods hath sold his happiness for wisdom, and hath given his hopes for the people. Said also Imbaun, When thou art angry at night, observe how calm be the stars, and shall small ones rail when there is such a calm among the great ones? Or when thou art angry by day, regard the distant hills, and see the calm that doth adorn their faces? Shalt thou be angry while they stand so serene? Be not angry with men, for they are driven as thou art by Dorazand. Do bullocks goad one another on, whom the same yoke rests? And be not angry with Dorazond, for then thou beatest thy bare fingers against iron cliffs. All that is, is so because it was to be. Rail not, therefore, against what is, for it was all to be. And Imbaun said, The sun ariseth and maketh a glory about all the things that he seeth. And drop by drop he turneth the common dew to every kind of gem, and he maketh a splendor in the hills. And also man is born, and there rests a glory about the gardens of his youth. Both travel afar to do what Dorazond would have them do. Soon now the sun will set, and very softly come twinkling in the stillness all the stars. Also man dieth, and quietly about his grave will all the mourners weep. Will not his life arise again somewhere in all the worlds? Shall he not again behold the gardens of his youth? Or does he set to end? And with that, I will wrap up. That was The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. We will read more of him next week. It was a pleasure to read to you, as always, and I hope you enjoyed listening to me. This was Margaret Dixon on Page Turners at WTBR 89.7 FM.